spiritual slang like God is good all the time, all the time. God is good. Or won't he do it? Because <laughs> you know he really will. Hey. Hello. Welcome to Spiritual Slang. I'm the host, Chanel, and this is my podcast, obviously. <laughs> Welcome to Spiritual Slang. This is my podcast where I just come on here and talk about the real, the real that I've been through, the real that I'm currently going through, um, and just the real real, you know. Uh, this podcast was created to give encouragement to anyone who has gone through similar things that I have gone through, and just to show that there is a light at the end of every dark tunnel, and this podcast is a light at the end of so many dark tunnels. I say that on every episode, but it is very, very true. But um, welcome, welcome back or welcome if this is your first time. I'm excited about this episode. I'm excited about it because I actually wrote it out, like wrote down the points and stuff a couple days ago, and I didn't really know what I was going to talk about yet, but in true God fashion, I just prayed about it, went through some journals, and I was like, yep, this is what I'm going to talk about. It's something that I have dealt with for a very long time. Um, and it's something that I've overcome for the most part, but like everything, it always tries to creep back in uh, and you have to check it at the door before it walks all the way in. <laughs> so um, yes, I wrote it a couple of days, nights ago, or like wrote down the points. And I is currently, what day is it? Oh, it's currently Thursday at 9.20 p.m. And I'm recording this. Um, and I was tired, but as soon as I got in my podcast mode, it just like woke me up um, and I listened to some music right before and now I'm hyped. That's actually a word because a lot of times I think what psychs us out of doing things and like keeps us procrastinating is us not doing it, if that makes sense. The hardest part is always getting started. But then once you get started and you actually do it, you're like, oh, this feels good. This is this is right. Like all of a sudden you have energy again, you know? That happens to me a lot when I run because I run frequently. And so a lot of times my mind will try to psych me out and be like, uh, you're a little too tired. Don't do it. Well, how about you just skip today? You know how it goes. And so sometimes I'm like so close sometimes to skipping too. But I never do. And I always, once I get started, I'm like in the zone and I'm always like, yes, yes. And that's the same with this. You know, I thought I was tired. And then I was like, just start it, Chanel. And I started it and now I'm hyped. All right. That's enough <laughs> of my little intro. So today's episode, I want to talk about control. Control. No, I'm kidding. But I want to talk about control control issues, I guess you can kind of call it, but just control. Control and I go way back. We used to be real tight homies until I realized that homie wasn't really cool anymore um, <laughs> and wasn't cool with me growing. Uh, but control, even like to kind of make it more relevant to this current situation, I had 
to really check my control issues in order to come out with this podcast. Because I'm someone who wants to be in control of the outcome, wants to be in control of how things always look or pan out or exactly what I say, exactly how I do it and everything like that, I needed to check my control issues at the door in order to come out with this podcast. The reason I had to do that is, yes, I could have the vision. Yes, I have the ideas and the content and everything like that. But at the end of the day, this is a God move. This isn't a Chanel move. This is a God move. And so within this podcast, although I had like certain numbers of episodes for like the first uh, part of it, the first seven episodes, or I had like certain topics and stuff, God was like, you need to change that. Nope change it up. And that for a control person will drive you crazy. Um, So that's one reason why I had to check those issues at the door. And then another reason is if I didn't check those issues, I would try to be in control of how people viewed me as a result of the episode. With that, I probably wouldn't be as open or as transparent because I'd be like, okay, well, people are going to view me this, view me like this. And so let me not say certain things so that I can control kind of like the identity I want them to see me as or so that I can kind of control the persona or person that I want them to see me as. But couldn't do that if I was going to make this real, real. So I had to check those issues at the door. um, And those issues stayed back with my perfectionism. So as I said, Me and control go way back. One of the biggest things I've always had control over or like, yes, I've always had control over and wanted to continue to have control over was my life. And I feel like that kind of sounds obvious because I feel like we all want to have control over our life, but we can't all the time. You know, we can't control everything about it. Like we can do our best to do certain things, um, go certain places and everything like that to have as much hand in it as you can. But especially if you live for God, that ain't happening. I was the type of person um, prior to walking, really walking with God and even after for a little bit. But I was always the type of person that wanted to control my life, like wanted to control how my life ended up. And so ever since I was like a child, I've always wanted to have like a certain level of success, go to a certain school, succeed at that, graduate, get a job, get a make a career out of it and just level up, level up, level up, level up. And I don't think that's like a bad thing. But for me, since it was something that I just wanted to control so badly when it came to walking with God and it came to. And it came to situations where God would kind of have me waver and maybe let go of some of those things. I was like, nah, (laughs) it was so much harder because I was like, I always envisioned this. Like I already planned out everything. I was already in control of how everything was going to pan out and how everything was going to work out and the outcome and everything like that. And God was like, and you need to let go. And so that's like one of the biggest areas that I've always kind of struggled with letting go of, which was the control of my life, the control of my identity, the control of who I become and who I want to become and the idea that I have in my head of who I should be. 
I'm even that type of person that always wants to drive. Well, first of all, my friend Anaya, she doesn't care because she doesn't like to drive. But um, when I mention it, like if I say, no worries, I'll drive. Or if I say, I'm definitely driving because I want to leave whenever. She'll be like, yep, because you have control issues. <laughs> and she says it jokingly, but it's it's kind of not a joke because it's true. I am the person that will always volunteer to drive. And a lot of times in my friend group, will be the one driving because I like to be in control of when I go and when I leave places. I don't like to be at a place and want to leave and not have the ability to do so because I didn't drive. So in that aspect, though, I don't think like my control is that bad. (laughs) I think that's a good thing. Like if I'm not comfortable somewhere, then I'm going to leave and I don't have anything holding me back because I drove. Um, But even though that's kind of like when I say in that realm, it's good. I also do it because I'm a little bit in control, you know, have a little bit of a control thing. And so I like to do things on my time and in my way. Control has also kind of in the past made me look like a brat, I guess. Um, And not so much anymore, because if I have those like bratty feelings coming up, no one like really has to experience them. I just have them internal and I check on myself. But back in the day, They would come out in the open. And the reason I say that is because when you're someone that likes to be in control of everything and you're not in control of something or something doesn't go your way, you get upset. And that's what I would do. If I didn't get my way because I wanted to be in control of how everything went, I'd get upset. But sis... No, not everything's going to be exactly how you wanted it to be. Not everything's going to be exactly how you thought it was going to be. Um, And sometimes you just got to you just got to let it go, you know, let it go. Another big area that I definitely wanted to have full control over. And I honestly think that a lot of us want to have full control over is timing. The timing in which things happen. Pause for a second. But we always just want to have control of when things happen, right? Like, I want to be successful by this age. I want to get married by this age, have kids by this age. I want to do this by this age. Or I want this to happen in three months instead of three years. Like, I want this to happen overnight. And it's like, we always want to be control of the timing of everything, But, which I'm sure we've all heard, things don't always happen in our timing. Especially if you walk with God, you'll really understand that. Because God's timing is not our timing. And God's timing and like concept of time is way different than ours. But it's always perfect. Because God is all-knowing. So God knows the person we need to be in order to get certain things, to do certain things. And sometimes that takes years to become that person. Sometimes it takes weeks or months. But I think in our timing, we'd like things to be moved quicker. We'd like it to happen when we want it to happen. We want to be in control of when everything happens. But in reality, that's just not how it works. Control will give you structure for sure. 
because you'll have set plans, set goals, set aspirations, all of that good stuff. Which structure is good, but you can't be so tied to the structure and the plans and the goals that you don't allow God to move. And that's something I really had to accept because of because I like to be in control of outcomes, situations, things, all things, all people. Um, <laughs> it's hard for me to let go of how I set up things to be or how I thought things were going to pan out or situations that I you know, want to have control over, you know, we all want to have control over our finances. We want to all want to have control over our love lives. Um, we all want to have control over our friendships and everything like that. But that doesn't happen when you walk with God. And that was something I had to realize. If I was going to really walk with God, I had to give up full control. I had to surrender everything. I had to surrender everything I wanted for my life and accept God's wants for my life. So that means relinquishing control. And although I'm saying that right now, confidently, that was definitely easier said than done in the past. And sometimes it still kind of is easier said than done. But I've learned to kind of just go with the ebbs and flows of it. But I'll get into that in a second. When you think of relinquishing control, and you think of it in the sense where like, you know, if you are an adult and you're in a pool and you're holding a baby, you're not going to let that baby go. You know, you're like holding it up. You're taking care of it. You're protecting it. You're in full control of the baby, you know, and it's safe. And the baby is just cruising with you, like can lay back and just know that you have it. That's kind of how it is with us and God. When we relinquish control, it's like we can just like sit back and chill because God is in control. And so we can kind of just coast in God's arms. We can kind of just coast as he like controls our life, moves us from place to place, from opportunity to opportunity, from glory to glory. And that kind of sounds good. But when you get out of that, you know, vision of it and you get into like the actual practicality of it in the real life aspect of it, It's definitely something that when put into practice, it tests you. When I was preparing for this episode, I was going through old journals. I had found this little bit of revelation that I got from God and I had written it down in my journal and it was like in August of 2020. And it was basically like God saying to me, you've had a heavy hand in everything you've done up to now, but I need you to now give me all of it. And if you fully surrender, then give it to me and let it go. <laughs> That's so crazy. But because um, it's still like even as I'm like saying that and remembering it, it's it still like hits me to this day, even though I feel like I've let a lot of things go and let God control a lot of things. It definitely still hits me to this day. But um, in that he was basically saying like he knows that I've. <laughs> had control issues um, and that I've wanted to have my hand in everything. I've wanted to structure everything, strategize on everything, do everything um, and do it all to my liking, do it all to my timing and not really have anyone tell me, tell me if I can or can't do it. But 
if I was going to fully surrender to him, which it's something that I always pray about is like, I surrender to you, but it's like, you have to realize what surrendering is. Surrendering is laying down your life to God. And so that's not just, let me just say it. And then it happens. It's let me say it, but also let me put it into action when I have to put it into action. And so if God is calling me to let go of some things that I have control over or relinquish control to him, because it's something, you know, I haven't let him take full control over, then I have to do it. If I'm saying that I'm surrendering, I have to be, you know, like I have to really put it into action. And so that's what that revelation was telling me. One of the most notable moments, I can definitely say that I was able to really relinquish control to God was when I realized what his purpose for my life was. And when I realized what his purpose for my life was, even though I didn't have the whole, I guess, like beginning to end of the purpose, as long as I knew that God had a purpose for my life and that that purpose is the only thing that mattered, I was able to essentially let go and let God a lot easier. When you realize that you have purpose for your life and God is in control of that purpose because God is the one that gave you that purpose. Everything in your life that happens to you is connected to that. And so every detour, every right turn when you really wanted to turn left, every moment where you had to be like, wow, I just got to let go and let God, let God really control it. Let God do it. Let God, you know, have this. Everything is connected to that purpose. And so God is basically steering your life because he knows what's connected to your purpose and he knows how you continue to operate in it. We don't always know that. We know like sometimes little bits and pieces that God will reveal to us, but God's not going to reveal to us the beginning and the end. And so there are some times where we have to let go of our control over a situation or over our life because we have to allow him to move us according to his plans so that we can stay in alignment with him so that we can continue to pursue purpose. When I look at my past and I see the times where I felt like I was going on a detour or the times where I had to give up the idea of what my life was going to be because I felt God pulling me in a different direction, I can look back now and be like, wow, I'm so thankful that God did that. Because in that moment, I didn't want him to do that. In that moment, I wanted to be in control. In that moment, I wanted to do things the way I wanted to do them. But if I would have done that, then it would have been destructive. If I would have done that, then I wouldn't be where I am today. And so when I look back at my past and see the ways where God kind of, you know, moved me in different directions or steered my life and I really let God be in control, I'm like, oh, that makes sense, Lord, because you needed me in this specific location at this specific time so that this can happen. And so that gives me faith in times that come up today and that I know that times in the future that come up where God's like, let it go, let it go, let me be in control, don't try to have control. I can look back and be like, he's done it before, so I know he'll do it again. I wanna talk a bit about what letting go and letting God, let go and let God, that's a spiritual slang term or phrase. Uh, (laughs) But I wanna talk a little bit about what that looks like to really let go and let God 
And I'm going to talk about it, obviously, in terms of what I've experienced and what it's looked like for me. Letting go and letting God meant for me making decisions that were hard and left me in the unknown. Making decisions that didn't make sense, basically. Therefore, I had to really let go of my control to know everything, to know how everything is going to pan out and to know the outcome of it um, and the control of how my life ends up. And God required me to make some really tough decisions that don't have an outcome that I can see. They have an outcome, obviously, but they don't have an outcome that I can see right now. I just know that I had to do it because God told me to do it. When I think about laying down my life and not having full control over it, that means sometimes saying no when you really want to say yes. Because sometimes our yes in that in a specific situation leaves you in control. If the yes is if that specific yes allows you to pan out your life in a certain way, allows you to just be in control of what your life looks like in that moment, in this current moment, and allows you to be in control of how it, it pans out, then you're in control of it. And so not all the time, but sometimes I've found that I've had to say no when I really wanted to say yes, because I had to be obedient. So instead of having that temporary satisfaction of knowing everything in that moment or having something that you just want in that moment isn't worth the detour later, the hurt later, the wasted time or energy later. I feel like I should get a little bit more practical with that. Whereas like saying no when you really want to say yes can mean like saying no to an opportunity, like a job opportunity, because you know it's not the right route that God has for you. But that job opportunity seems like really shiny and nice. <laughs> and so like, it's like, oh, it'll give you this much money and it'll give you this opportunity. And if I go with this, then I'll have this, this and that. And I'll be in control of everything. And, you know, I'll have the life I want and control of how my life looks and everything like that. But in reality, you know that you really should be saying no to it because it's not the right opportunity. Just because it's good doesn't mean it's God. But this isn't for everything. Sometimes there are opportunities that are for us and we get to say yes because they're they're in alignment with what God wants for our life. But there are honestly some opportunities where you have to say no because they're not in alignment. So it's something that you want to say yes to because it's good, but you have to say no to because it's not God. And that'll really test your surrender to God and your obedience to him is if you're able to do something like that. It's definitely very hard because as humans, we're more inclined to cling to the things that we can see. And so if we can see how it's going to pan out, if we can see the opportunity right in front of us and, you know, it's tangible, then we're like, yes, great, great, great. But a lot of times with God, which goes with faith, you can't see. You can't see a lot of the good godly things with God. You just have to believe that his promises for you, if he told you his promises are going to come to pass, even when you don't see them. I kind of went on a tangent with that, but 
Y'all know what I'm talking about. Letting go and letting God meant for me, trusting God and doing things like this podcast that I never expected. And these are doing things that are completely uncomfortable for you. Because if it's comfortable, then it's like, yeah, God, I trust you because I'm really good at this. And I know I can do this. And, you know, I'm comfortable. So, yeah, God, I trust you. But like trusting God and doing the things that he's telling you to do that honestly give you fear. They might give you a little bit of anxiety. You might have some insecurities about it. And you definitely probably have some doubt. But still trusting God and doing it no matter what. Because you're letting go and letting God. So for me, like with this podcast, there were many times, which I think I've talked about on this on here before, but there were many times where I was like doubtful. I had my insecurities about it. I was scared, but I was like, I know for a fact that God told me to do this. So I just need to let it go. Let go of the fear. Let go of the insecurities. Let go of the podcast and let God work through it. Just show up, speak study, go through your journals, put it out there and let God, let God do what he's going to do. Don't try to be in full control of it. Don't try to be in full control of how it pans out, who listens to it, who's paying attention, who's not paying attention. Just let go and let God do his thing. I also had to accept that I didn't have all the answers and that I don't have to figure everything out. I'm one of those people that think I have all the answers or at least want to have all the answers (laughs) and definitely want to figure everything out. Like if I'm planning, let's say, hmm, I don't know. So, okay, fine. Let's just talk about a date. (laughs) I'm just going to say, say a date, right? So previous to growing out of some of my control problems, this doesn't really happen that, that much anymore. Because I constantly remind myself to let God take the wheel. Take the wheel, Jesus. Um, But previously, I would, if I had a date coming up, I would, in the past, basically try to figure out, pan out exactly how it was going to go in my head. And control how it was going to go. So I was like, if I said this, did this, then it would pan out like this. And the outcome would be this. And then be perfect. I don't have to be surprised by anything. That was the thing. I don't like to be surprised by things. I like to know everything that's going to happen. I don't know why. Like, I like good surprises, but what I mean by surprise is like, I don't want to be surprised by anything bad because I don't want to deal with the repercussions of that. So I try to figure out everything that's going to happen. I like to know the outcome of everything. And I like to be in control of it if I can so that it works for my benefit. With that, though, when you walk with God, that's completely gone because you're not going to have all the answers because you don't know what your life looks like. God is an amazing God, and he has so much more plans for our life than we have for our life. And his plans are always way better than our own. But the way we get to those things and the way those things happen for our life sometimes look a bit wild, look a bit bumpy. Um and we don't understand and we don't have all the answers or how it's going to work out or how, you know, we're going to get out of certain situations, but we just know that we're going to. And so walking with God, you're not going to have everything figured out. You're not going to know all the answers. But that's also 
one of the beautiful things about walking with God. When we relinquish control, we allow God to carry the burden for us. We don't have to worry. We don't have to be afraid. We don't have to figure everything out and and take care of everything by ourselves. We have someone caring it for us. We have someone taking care of it for us. We have someone watching out for us. And so we just literally got to give it to God and God will take care of it. And that's my mindset now. I always give it to God and I don't worry about it. I don't try to be in control. If it works out, then great. It was meant for me. But if it doesn't work out, it wasn't meant for me and God has better. This definitely increases your faith as well. Because letting go of things and taking them out of your hands and actually giving them to God to take care of takes faith. Because you don't know how he's going to do it. And so it will really increase your faith and test it, but it's always worth it. One of the biggest examples of really taking things out of my hands and putting them into God's a lot of times has to do with people. I don't know if I would say it's like the biggest way. It's definitely one of the ways that or one of the examples I can give how I've personally taken things out of my hands, out of my control and given them to God to take care of and just had faith that he was going to do it Um, because I've done it in different aspects in my life. But one of those is just like with people, you know, you have relationships, you have friends, you have family and people are sometimes, you know, people are interesting. And so we're all, (laughs) we're always trying to figure it out. We're always trying to, you know, and sometimes we can try to control the outcome with people, but also control those actual people, especially if they're like family members or really close relation in really close relationship with you. And so one of the things that I've learned is that instead of if they're doing something that I don't agree with or if I want them to act a certain way or be a certain way, instead of trying to control them or the situation, I've learned to just pray about it, give it to God and letting him take full control of it and letting him take care of it. And I've honestly seen God do that in so many instances. Even if it didn't pan out the way I had hoped it would pan out, he still took care of it where it benefited me in the long run. Um, And I've seen him do this with my family. I've seen him do this, you know, with relationships I've had, friendships I've had, and just really just turning it to God and letting him carry it, carry the burden, as I said. If you're someone who struggles with control or, you know, just trying to figure out everything, have everything work in your own way, to relinquish that and really surrender it, it does take work and it is important to put it into practice because it's not something you just say and it happens overnight. Like with anything, like if you've done it before and it's something that you've struggled with or it's something that you've, you know, if it's a way of life that you've always had, then it's not going to change overnight. It's definitely going to take work um, and practice. But some of the things I've done that have helped me personally was first I've prayed that God would make me more open, make me more of an open person to making my heart more open to his ways so that I 
don't get so caught up in my own ways, in my own control, in my own head. And so just asking God to open my heart. I also continuously remind myself that everything that is meant for me, that I want, is on the other side of my yes. My yes to doing things God's way and not my own. My yes to letting go of my need to be in control. Don't be afraid to not be in control. I recently got interviewed for something and they had asked me, they had made us like list off a bunch of things that we're afraid of. And one of the things I said that was, is still crucial to me now. um, And it's something that like hits, hits in my core uh, because it's definitely something that I obviously have struggled with. But when they asked, like, what are you afraid of? I said I was afraid of not being in control because I don't know what's going to happen. And the reason I said that is because I was afraid of that. I was afraid of not being in control of my life. And because I was afraid of that, that had prevented me from making decisions that I needed to make or delaying decisions that I needed to make. And so what I'll say is don't be afraid because being afraid can cause you to delay blessings, to stay in places that you shouldn't stay because you're afraid of not being in control of your life. Um, And when that happens, it keeps you only at a certain level of growth. It keeps you only at a certain level of blessings. But if you want the abundance, overflow blessings of God, let it go. Step when God says step, let go of the control and just let God carry you in that pool. (laughs) Another really crucial thing um, that helps me continuously relinquish my control is knowing that I need to be obedient. Letting go of control takes action and definitely takes big steps. And so I try to be obedient in those. The last thing I want to be as a follower of Christ is disobedient. And so when I think of not making decisions because it would cause me to not be in control of certain areas of my life, I realize that if God told me to make those decisions or make those steps and I'm not doing that, then I'm being disobedient. And so realizing that I'm like, I'm not trying to be disobedient. That gives me a little bit more push and courage to let go and let God by taking steps that I need to take. Lastly, I just want to reiterate that it is good to have plans and goals and dreams, but don't be so tied to them that you don't allow God to move because sometimes he will have us move in a different direction than we thought, but that direction will always, always, always be better than the direction we had for our own self because God's ways are better than our own ways Sometimes we might not see it right away, but down the line, we will realize it. We'll look back and be like, yep, your way was better, Lord. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Spiritual Slang. I hope you all enjoyed it. I hope it helped you in any way. If you deal with control problems or issues, let go and let God. Trust me, it's way better that way. 
you're no longer carrying so much weight on your shoulders because you're realizing that there's someone higher than you that will carry it for you. And that peace and lightness, you cannot get from anywhere else. I guarantee you. And so let go and let God, no need to be in control. You're going to do fine. (laughs) But yes, thank you again. I'm excited to keep going. I hope you guys continue to tune in. Please like and follow Spiritual Slang on whatever platform you're listening on. So whether that's Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever, like and follow, please. It definitely helps me out. Have an amazing week. I will see y'all, not see y'all, I'll talk to y'all very soon. And always remember, on the other side of the wilderness, there's promise. God will never leave you and stay prayed up. Bye, y'all.